Welcome to Let's Talk Healing. This show is about energy healing and transformation for all areas of your life and all aspects of your being. It is created by Atana, a spiritual teacher, energy healer, and crystal healer. Atana has designed a unique holistic system called the Atana Method to nourish, connect, unveil, and apply your specific healing gifts. When you are ready to step into a higher phase of consciousness, he can activate specific frequencies to support your journey. Atana has many tools available to, for your support. He has a book called Sacred Inner Dialogue that is just one of his healing modalities. And he has an online class. So check out his website, atanamethod.com, and discover all that is available. So I am your host, Carol. And uh, we have our wonderful regular guest, Saber, here with us. Hello, Saber. Hello. You sounded fantastic. Bravo, Chica. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. And I want to thank uh, our listeners for tuning in and also thank our sponsors and BBS Radio. And Saber and I would like to welcome our star, Atana Vadili. Hello, Atana. Thank you for Hello, sharing Hello, wonderful beings. Woohoo! <laughs> Let the party begin. <laughs> let's start the party, yes. So let's talk about energy work, Katana. Energy healing. Exactly. Why are we why are we not starting with the energy work right away? It's like why why don't we learn to do energy work right in the in the kindergarten ages and times, you know, and in school. And I'm I'm so so happy that more and more people waking up and teaching their children to do energy work and to recognize energy, and in fact, more and more in in these times, the uh, higher positions in corporations are actually being distributed to emo people with emotional intelligence with energy awareness, who are actually also have an empathic alignment where they can sense where they can feel. What the collective, what the group, what the what the team needs, and then of course, energy work in itself is so helpful because it helps us balance our system, maintain our our healthy balance in life, and also healthy nervous system because we are so overwhelmed lately with we're bombarded with so much information and we are bombarded with so much more than ever before, so much information and um, communication than ever before, and it takes a toll on our system if we are not um, doing more to balance it. And interestingly, to some people I talk to, that I say, well, you know, I'm doing energy work and um, have to keep that part going for myself, and then I'm working out. Oh, yeah, um, I'm doing yoga. And it's so interesting, uh, yoga or working out is a category of maintaining the system by itself. That doesn't mean that we can um, stop doing energy work or when we're just working out, doesn't mean that we can stop yoga right away or, or not doing any yoga anymore because yoga has a different quality. Uh, working out has a different quality. Energy work has a different quality or it's a different asset to our beings, almost like a rainbow. It's like the, not all is just one color. The rainbow has so many different colors. And it's important that we realize that our energy bodies need energy support. And it's it's very similar like when people say, oh, I, I'm praying. 
but praying is great. You know, energy work is different than praying. And yoga is different than energy work. Working out is different than praying. You know, even though you can combine all of these, maybe in the same workout, but that would mean you would um, give it each, each of these aspects, you would give a space. And that's really important that we have and create space for energy work. Right. So we're learning more about, like, like you talk about yoga. People are are getting more interested in yoga, and I've discovered a interesting trend. It seems like so, yoga seems to be taking a turn from being an an energetic, uh, like meditative system to being like a power sport. Um, you know, like people are like trying to do more and more like strength training with yoga mm-hmm. instead yeah. of like tuning in to the refinement that needs to be made. So that idea of our energy system and working our energy system like a technology is, it seems like it it gets introduced out there and then like something happens and it kind of gets yeah. lost in the shuffle. That, that's very true because um, we think once we did something that it should last for the rest of our lives. And we get into that place where we're realizing this is like a, a daily procedure, like a daily maintenance. It's the same as we're taking a shower. It's not like we just took a shower and that's enough for the next year or so. We, we still have to maintain and keep up on it. And a lot of people are overwhelmed in, the, in these current situations in life. And often I don't realize that that can make life so much easier because when we have enough energy, we can complete three or four tasks with one action. And once we realize that, the the surge or the intention to do energy work will be much more on the, on the front burner because we really want to get to a place where we do feel energy work on a daily basis is a very natural way of beingness without that we feel it's a drag or it's too much work and it's exhausting when it how can energy work ever be exhausting because it's recharging your system but we haven't been trained from early ages on to do energy work so we have to retrain ourselves and every time we retrain ourselves, we, we deal with components from the past where we go back in what did we learn right from the early ages on. And in the early ages, we most likely didn't have um, done energy work on a consistent, almost um, uh, life-affirming discipline-based uh, point like we did uh, brush the teeth. Now, now you're brushing your teeth, you don't even think about it. It's just something has to be done. And energy work ideally needs to be in that category because it's part of our maintenance. It's part of our energy hygiene. And the more we get to a place where we realize it's not an effort, it's an easy thing to do, and we find, we find that space to do it, that's really where we create sacred space because if we don't have time or space to create a moment where we can do energy work, let's say five minutes to 35 minutes, then that space will not be claimed by us. And so that space will not be utilized by us as a self-worth expander, as a self-love expander, because we don't deem ourselves as important and worthy and precious enough to actually claim that time. But we're wasting our time with all kinds of stuff there that we feel and deem is more important than ourselves. Mm, for sure. I, I re, I'm reminded of the difference between when I was first uh, learning the Atana method and working with the energy and that whole idea of making space for a daily practice. And um, there, there's so much pull to, like, you have, like, all the list of things to get done. And in my mind, it, back then, it was like, oh, get all this stuff done, then you can sit down and do energy work. Mm-hmm. And it was such a great thing when I made that paradigm shift of 
you sit down and do your energy work, and then all that yes. list gets easier. <laughs> yes, exactly, you know? exactly. And when you get to this point where, let's say, you have you have a whole corner full of boxes that haven't been unpacked yet, and instead of actually just thinking about, oh, yeah, I'm going to find maybe tomorrow or next day or, or find it, like, really exhausting to even think about it, you can actually go to that place in that corner and you can do energy work on these boxes. And the content will find the place they want to be. But the, the key is understanding that where intention and energy goes, Action follows. There ought to be a song about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm dating. I think I'm dating myself when I uh, think of the song that "Where Angels Go, Trouble Follows." <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, or the angels but... follow the trouble to fix. <laughs> yeah, there you. That's much better. <laughs> so safer. What what say you about this topic? I thought the, I thought you were cueing me in to start singing like I love to sing. <laughs> I don't know that song, so you might be just a tad older than me, you two. So that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> well, I've missed you guys very much. We've been taking a break for two weeks. Yes, and you know, it's I love that we're talking about this topic today because I found myself over the first um, couple of weeks uh, of this month uh, not doing my energy work. And I tell you, I had to really turn myself around. It took a couple of days, but I cannot believe how much the energy work impacts my life. I know that at the core and it's like we get in these patterns of, oh, I'm doing so good. I'm doing so good. I can wait a day or I can wait two days or wait three days. And um, it's just like anything else. You have to be committed and put the time in, but also enjoy it because it won't uh, be something that you want to do daily. And I fell back in love with myself. So not doing my healing work taught me that I really loved myself again which was a beautiful gift. Uh, so thank you, Healing, and thank you, Atonis Healing, uh, because you just get lost in life. Uh, the duties and the families and all of the appointments and uh, things like that and wanting to help others, and you forget about yourself. So I don't know about you guys, but um, it's hard for me sometimes to put Saber as a priority when I see so many people suffering. And I have learned once again at, you know, the, the age of 43, I'm still learning that I need to put myself first. And that is not being selfish. That's not being uh, disrespectful to others. That is saying I cannot help anyone until I help myself and I'm ready to um, be the strongest person I can be so I can be fully present and help others because you'll get sick. And I started to fall into that trap. Um, so even the best of the best, and I just was kind of bringing this up because I, I think some people get intimidated that, oh, you know, you're so good at this and, you know, everything's going so good for you. And it is, but you, I always have to pull myself back up too. I'm not perfect, and my life is not always great. Uh, but I love my life, and I love myself, and I'm so thankful. I mean, it's, it's, it's a miracle. It's a miracle that I found this energy work um, and that I found Atana. And maybe someday I can tell you how I found Atana. That's a pretty cool story. Um, well, it occurs to me that you're talking about having that a uh, couple days lapse and then coming back on to the energy healing we what would be really great is for us to figure out you know like Atana was you were saying about you know it needs to be like brushing our teeth well if we don't brush our teeth for a few days we start growing fur on our teeth right like they start feeling <laughs> scummy so we need to figure out those subtle messages that our system gives us 
you know, like, you know, when you're, when you haven't brushed your teeth and you feel like, hmm, I think I feel my teeth, they need to be brushed. Um, you know, like we need to start figuring out where is our system telling us I need to be doing energy work right now. Exactly. And I imagine well, that's a different message for each person, Atana? Absolutely. Um, for, but, you know, here's the thing. When when we start with the energy work, we have the first six months where we do energy work at least for uh, six months in continuous everyday segments and then expand it out to a year. And that's really when you get a momentum. The more energy you have, the more you have the capacity to process. So energy work in itself is an activator to process. The more energy you have available, the deeper, the deeper, it's, it's similar like in when people have traumas in their childhood. And then uh, like 30, 40 years later, all of a sudden they're starting to realize what they actually went through because they're actually stopping for a moment and they have the time to actually process. And when you do energy work, you're signalizing to the universe and to your system that you are ready to actually go deeper into your being, into your subconscious, and start processing these um, these interferences, traumatic experiences, stagnations, etc. And the more energy you have, the more you can process it, and the more you can transform because you have the fuel to transform these um, experiences or these programs or these patterns. And when I when I say do energy work, it's more, yeah, it it helps to resolve what you what you're dealing with now, and then of course it goes deeper, and it becomes a it becomes fun. It it shouldn't be a chore, it shouldn't be hard work. It should be really fun uh, doing energy work because the more energy work you do, the more you realize what just is going to happen or what's happened. As you're doing the energy work, what's what's going to occur in terms of transformation that you're bringing up to the surface? Beautiful. <clears throat> Thank you, Itana. So let's take a, a short break, and when we return, we will talk more. Welcome back to Let's Talk Healing. I'm Carol, and we're here with Saber and um, Atana, whom this show is dedicated to. So uh, we were talking about energy healing and the importance of doing this uh, support for yourself on a daily basis to support your system, to recharge so that we can deal with everything that we have to deal with in our lives. And um, Saber, you were mentioning uh, about people taking care of themselves and the and the heightened anxiety that's happening nowadays. Would you like to talk about yes. that? Yes, please. Uh, before I got on the air, the angels and all of the guides were kind of chomping at the bit to make sure that we all stress to everyone that it is crucial, imperative 
that we slow down. I mean, seriously, slow down and take the time to put one foot in front of the other because right now the energies are changing. The world, the grid, everything is evolving and the matrix, the matrix is evolving. And so all of these electrons and elect electrical pulses are going throughout the universe and throughout our planet and it's affecting many of us in different ways. Some people are getting very angry. Some people are getting very withdrawn. Some people are getting very sick, uh, tired, lethargic. So truly, what the first thing that I was asked to say was, please just put one foot in front of the other. Just hang on. Relax. Everything's going to be okay. This is not going to be happening too much longer. Uh, a couple more weeks and we'll be there. But to take comfort in your family and friends and each other. Try not to put the burden wholly on you. If you're a leader, reach out to someone and talk about what you're going through because everyone is going through something right now. It is like everything that is in the depths of the soul are coming up to be looked at in the light. And that's not a bad thing. That's a beautiful thing. And it's not something to be embarrassed about. It's something to be excited about because you get to release it and move forward. And I started off with one foot in front of the other. That's all you need to do right now is love yourself and one foot in front of the other. Beautiful. Thank you, Saber. You're welcome. Tana, would you like to comment on that? Yeah, well, we are, we are dealing with extreme intense energies and interferences. And you can uh, just really open up to that, to the uh, political stages of what's happening. What I found really positive because it just makes visible what was already going on in the subconscious. And it gives us now an opportunity to start and bring healing energy into it. Um, but at the same time, like I said, we are we're expanding, we are into 5G, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have a dozen different apps, and we are constantly communicating. We're doing business with emails, with texts, with phone calls. We're constantly in this flow of this uh, data flowing in and through us. What's really good, because we are letting go of the idea of stagnation, at the same time, our systems have to be prepared to be able to be on that heightened level of communication, our throat chakras, our third eye, our heart. We have to be prepared and, and be able to keep up with that expansion. And then more and more confusion in, um, in people who are not keeping up and who are not flowing with the changes. And it has an impact because we have to, at the end of the day, we all live on this planet. You want to hear a cute story about throat chakra? Just speaking of the throat chakra? Yeah. So when my first son was born, this is when I started seeing angels and being able to see ascended masters and so on and so forth. And so when my eldest son was about three years old, because uh, I've documented every part of this because I never wanted to forget it and I wanted to talk about it someday, and here it is. So I remember sitting on the pole with uh, the, the uh, porch with, with uh, Jay, we'll call him, and he's three years old, cute as a little button, and he says, Mama, Mama, why is your throat, why is your throat blue, Mama? And why is your heart green, Mama? And why, you know, he's going, and, and I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, my goodness, he's seeing the chakras, right? And this was at a moment where I was seeing all of these things and experiencing all of these things, but you go in and out of, is this really real? Am I going yeah. crazy or is this real? You know? And mm. thank goodness, thank goodness. And my eldest son loves Atana. Um, and he always would say, you're going to see the man that came in the spaceship. You're going to see the man <laughs> that came in the spaceship. <laughs> and I never said such, I never said such things. To Jay, you know, ever, 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 ever. So 
I, as long as we are listening also, as we're slowing down to each other, we're going to be okay. And making sure that we are listening to the younger people on this planet. Uh, the angel showed me a couple of days ago, they said, if you're 2,000 years old and your son is 2,003 years old, right, or 2,034 years old, you're not that much older or younger, right? So why do you feel like you have to control or dominate or lead so much? Why don't you both do it together? And so it really made sense to me that most of the people on this planet right now, whether they're in their 80s or they're 10, they've been here so many times uh, that their thoughts and their words and their actions and their input is so valid that we cannot just brush people off because of their ages anymore. So just a little shout out to the young people. Um, I hear you and I'm listening and I'm proud of you. So proud of you. I love that. Here's to the young people that hopefully have access to be learning energy work in kindergarten, right? Like how awesome would that be? Like you said, Atana, right? That's beautiful. Well, and you know, and, and your kids, they're, they're also blessed to have you who really spends time and, and who sees be, beyond the physical realm. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, parents right now, um, they would have to create that space and time, and they have to create that development for themselves also. And actually, like you said, yeah, they can dismiss it as like, hey, this is just a crazy phase, and they can go to the doctor, get some psychopharmaca, and just being on antidepressants for a couple uh, months, and then let yes. that pass, you know. Yeah. And and you are in, in a place also where you know there is a reality that is also there. And you're saying, look, I'm, I want to dive deeper. And I know there's some there's something to it. And you're going into your deeper connections where you're trusting that there is a purpose in it. And then that's where a lot of these deeper realities and truths really open up for you because you, you did say, I have the courage to go deeper, and I don't know where it's going to lead, but you surrendered in some way or form, you know? Thank yay, you for saying her. that. Yay, well, <laughs> yay, everybody. Yay, everybody. Uh, yeah, and, I'm just, and, go ahead, Atana. Go ahead. Yeah, and a lot of people are in this in this process. They live like a normal life, and then all of a sudden, there is something that happens that's out of the norm. And you know how we are. We want everything around us to be as normal as possible because nobody wants to stick out like a sore thumb. And then uh, what's, hap what's happening is every time we go to these un um, insecure stages where we don't know really what's going to happen, um, we are in this place of insecurity and we don't know exactly how that's going to unfold. And when you go into a place and you surrender and you say, look, I'm... I'm right now here in this place in my life. I don't know exactly what's happening. I don't know where this is exactly going, but I trust my source. I trust God and the universe that I am. There's a purpose in here. Why wouldn't there be a purpose? Everything so far had a purpose in my life. And a lot of people, they dismiss their spiritual development like it's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's, or it's something that, is considered like a a trend, right? Oh, now we're gonna touch, you know touch on to spirituality for a moment, right? See how that is, and and uh, use um, people. I feel like people are almost using it as a way to like one up each other, like oh, I went to yoga, and oh, I'm eating all this healthy, healthy food, and I'm doing all these classes, and and I'm it's wonderful, right? But it's like it's almost like somebody saying, oh, I went to you know some tennis camp and I did all these lessons and I got the best rackets and all of this but did you learn something did it make you feel good are you happy does it bring joy do you feel healthy when you're doing it right and I feel like this is a big part of the message that we need to send out as well that it needs to be something that everyone is going to go through this this is what earth is for you come here to ascend enlightened this is what happens uh, so if you think that you're not going to do this then I'm sorry that's 
that's probably not going to happen. But you have to be part of this. And at some point, you're going to have to, as you said, be present and allow it to take you. And, I'm, you know, I've been doing this for a while now, almost a decade, and I did not know what was happening to me. I didn't know. But I knew in my heart this was my truth. This is what I was called to do. And nothing was going to stop me from doing it. So we were talking about the kids before, and every time I see a parent talking to a child and they're dismissing them or not listening to them, and, you know, hey, I tell my kids, be quiet a lot because I need a break, right? I Mm -hmm. totally get it. Being a mother and a parent and a guardian is tough. But the things that come out of my children's mouths are angelic. They're messages from beyond. And sometimes they are so important. I can't even believe the way it's being delivered. You know, we'll be in the car and, you know, my sons will say something. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? That I need to go write that down. Oh, my goodness. You know, and then we're talking about bubblegum in the next sentence. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's just like we need to listen and respect each other. Uh, and again, going back to that age thing, it's, you know, it doesn't matter if they're five or 50. They're still valid. The point is still valid. And please listen, because they, they've got the skills to pay the bills. They know what to do. They do. Um, and I'm thankful for it. I really am. Beautiful. You're beautiful. And, and Carol, you're beautiful, too. I love and that. you are beautiful, too. And our listeners are beautiful, too. Oh, my goodness, yes. Yes, well, let's take another short break, and um, we'll be back shortly to continue this delightful conversation. Welcome back to Let's Talk Healing. We are having a delightful conversation today with Faber and Atana, and I'm Carol. And I, I want to come back to uh, what you were talking about, Atana, about trusting God and trusting the universe that there's a purpose for our lives. Um, this is something that I find myself saying, you know, like at some point, probably every day, you know, reminding myself that I'm okay, that I'm doing all right. There's there's a plan here. There's a purpose here. Just stay focused. <laughs> so uh, how how can we support our listeners with with finding that trust that that there's a plan in their lives, that they're, that, you know, that they're, how do they do that? How do they know that, that they're on their path for their purpose? That's a very good question. Uh, first of all, we want to make sure that we do as much as we can to just live a decent life. We know exactly what we can improve. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows what they can do better. Everybody knows what they can improve. Even if that's a, a correction of the thought processes that are taking place, where we have unhealthy thought processes going on, and we're just kind of catching ourselves, um, applauding the dysfunction instead of like 
why are we not changing that thought process instead of just kind of going with it when it's not healthy? So these little things here and there where we plan in, let's say, an improvement where we can add a time for prayer, where we can add a time for work, where we can add a time for energy work, for yoga, for working out, for eating right. These, all these little steps lead us to a more and more aligned, realizing purpose. It's not like our purpose all of a sudden is going to come in. And I'm not saying it's not going to, because it can. Your purpose can come in right now and just you're going to do something different in your life than that's what you would have never imagined. It's going like all of a sudden you're not going to eat any meat anymore or, or all of a sudden you're starting to run marathons or just kind of detoxing energetically. That all can happen, but it's nice when you lead yourself um, with the tools that you have, with the consciousness that you have into that direction already because you already know to a large extent, it would be a good thing for you to do. And the more you implement that, the more you are inviting your purpose in because you're correcting the, the waste of energy. You're not wasting energy anymore. You're not investing energy into areas that are no longer giving you a healthy return. You know exactly who is dysfunctional in your life, and you know exactly who is an energy parasite, and you know exactly how that parasitic behavior can drain you. You know exactly what's going to happen when you're being around that person or these people, and you know exactly what you can do to avoid that or to transform that pattern of you wanting to waste your energy. Because the more you live in your purpose, the more energy you need. And first of all, don't be afraid of your light. You know, don't be afraid of your excellence. Don't be afraid of this amazing big heart of yours that you're carrying in your chest. Your heart knows exactly what needs to be done. Your heart has that GPS that guides you to your purpose. And you have this heart right in your chest. And your heart is leading you forward. And it doesn't matter if you knew exactly what you needed to do and you haven't. Then start now. Start today. It doesn't matter if yesterday you were the most dysfunctional person on the planet. Today you can change that. And the power of life that's running through you is what I want you to recognize and to realize and utilize that power of life because you can apply this life force to this life and to changing it into your living your best life ever. That's beautiful. And it reminds me of how much courage it takes. Right? So it's like yeah. when you're in that when you're in your 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 life, your workaday life and um you might even feel like you're in ruts and you you're aware of the dysfunctionalities in your life. That person drains you, this person suppresses you, this you know, all of this stuff. That's where for me, it was like reach down deep and find that courage to do what you said, right? Like to recognize mm -hmm. that your heart is there. Your heart is trying to communicate with you. You know, there is light. Connect with the light. Um, so mm -hmm. it sounds like one of the things that you're saying is like the kernel of that is find that courage within you to claim your life, to claim your heart, to turn on your GPS. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you see, when you do something that is actually enhancing, improving your life, it might need courage. You might need courage for that because uh, a lot of people have been on a different path. They might have been on a path of self-destruction. And it might need courage. That person may need courage to say, look, from now on, instead of hating myself, I'm loving myself. Instead of destroying myself and destroying my health, I now improve my health. And the fear of a lot of people who have been on that opposite side of the spectrum is, is tremendous because they say, how can I go from self-destruction to self-healing? You know, with my, with not being seen as uh, inauthentic or not authentic. 
Um, and it, it is very interesting to see how that guilt holds back a lot of people and that shame. And in what I, what I really um, love is when a person gets to the place at the end of the rope and says, look, I did everything here in the dysfunction what I could do. It doesn't lead me anywhere. It keeps me constantly being closed up in a, in a space where I don't get anywhere. And then they decide, you know what, I haven't tried yet to actually love myself, to give myself what I need in a, in a healthy way. Not the dysfunction, not giving into the dysfunctional addiction, so to speak, but more into what do I really need to improve my life in this moment? What foods do I need to eat? What workouts do I need to do? What thoughts do I need to think? What actions do I need to uh, take? In order to be in a healthier life, in a healthier body, in a in a in a healthier lifestyle, and to know that you have permission to do that. That's right, and you have you have the same permission as you went into the dysfunction. So it's just why wouldn't you take it? Yeah. Well, so many people live in that. Um, not knowing that it's okay to take care of themselves. Yeah. And it's okay if you have already the courage to do the dysfunctional. You should have definitely already need less than uh, than required to do the healthy. I love it. <laughs> you just need to pop a can of spinach like Popeye. We can do it. Take yeah, care of ourselves. Yeah. Live right. spinach, wheatgrass juice, and you're going to be fine. <laughs> Saber, you're being quiet over there. Well, I was I was actually just thinking about something that happened to me in college because Atana was talking about um, giving up meat. Um, and I was in Charleston uh, on a scholarship for tennis, and I was training and the cafeteria wasn't doing it for me. I couldn't get enough protein in. I couldn't get enough calories in. It just wasn't working. So I had a friend that worked at the Applebee's up the street. And I'd hitch a ride over there from a friend. And I remember I'd eat like three, I'll never forget this, Bourbon Street steaks, like a day. And sometimes like every other day. And this was like, I'm like, this is what I'm doing. This is building muscle mass. This is making me stronger and I'm so committed um, and such I'm a huge animal lover I can't I got animals on my license plate you know uh, type person and I was sitting there at the booth looking out the window one day and I didn't hear anything but I just felt this kind of like vast open space within me and I had the thought that I'm not going to eat meat again I'm not supposed to be eating meat not that it was good or bad. I didn't have any like judgment put on myself or feeling judgment, but I felt like I was done with eating meat. And I tell you, I have not, mm -hmm. I put my fork down and I have not eaten meat in almost 25 years. And it was like this wow. crazy, yeah, it was, and it was so fast. It wasn't like this, I'm going to take time to research this and think about it and, you know, hem and haw about it. And my husband brings this up a lot because I love candy. I love sugar and um, big kid at heart, you know, jelly beans. Oh, my gosh. My kids got mad at me this year because I ate all their Halloween candy. Um, <laughs> this kind of thing, you know. I had to, like, go to the store and buy more Halloween candy for them. Uh, but it was so beautiful that, that the universe and God was trying to speak to me. Uh, without scaring me and worrying me and thinking, because I don't think I could have handled the way that God spoke to me a decade ago, because um, I wasn't in that space yet, ready for it. Uh, so it's it's interesting. You know, we always say we're looking for it, we're looking for it. And I had no idea that that was God touching me on my shoulder to help me. I had no idea. Didn't even think about that until I got older. So I think we're walking through our lives. <laughs> with so many miracles happening, so many beautiful divine uh, appointments uh, happening all day uh, with each other and for yourself. And we have to start maybe looking past 
you know, the initial uh, situation. Uh, everything yeah. that happens in our life is happening for a reason. And more often than not, it was set up to help you so that you can heal your life and, and then move forward and help heal other people. So thank you, Steak. Um, <laughs> this is another thing that, um, you know, and it just, it's amazing. Um, I wish I could use, I'm going to say that out loud to the universe. I want to use that with candy next. I hope that happens next. <laughs> Well, and, and that's nice. It's beautiful that people can, like, be aware and, and um, notice when there's a feeling like that or, you know, it was just that clear. And then own it, right? If this feels right, then then own it and say, well, I know I'm being supported, so here it is. Then this is the next thing for me. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. You're welcome. And I just want to say really quickly, I didn't have to like try to not eat meat. You see what I'm saying? It was like it was taken care of for me. And I have yet to have something like because I have many things that I need to work on and I'm trying to release from my consciousness. But it was that it was so interesting. It was like meat. We're going to help you with this. And watch this, you know, watch what we can help you with. And then you can help yourself with this. And it's just amazing to me how easy it was. And so I tried to not compare the things that I'm going through, but I'm like, if I can do that, uh, I can do this, right? Uh, so I'm sure there's something in your life that, you know, God and the angels and whatever you believe in, the universe has helped you with. And you may not remember, but please ask, because sometimes it just takes a quiet heart to remember the moment. Um, that God was speaking to you very loudly, and you will remember. You really will. It's it's an amazing thing to go back and look at too. Beautiful. Thank you, Raven. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's take another short break, and we'll be back. healing. Atana, we've been talking about energy work, energy healing, and how important it is to make it be a part of our daily lives and to trust that what we're, that our heart is there for us, that God is there for us, that the universe is there for us. Could you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, the the frequencies that we are asking for support, for example, instead of all, all the outside forces, energy work supports us also to recognize that we can be at any time, at any point in our lives, be connected. Uh, something, something dramatic happened to me when I, when I realized energetically that I was not separated anymore. That was not alone. Um, and, you know, we are all connected to our source. We are like, we have obviously not a cable, but we have our own wireless connection to the to our source. But when you do some energy work on yourself, and let's say you're going throughout the day and you're feeling you have a little energy dip, 
and the little consciousness dip. And you actually can stop for a moment and you do energy work on yourself. Something, something revolutionary is happening. You're realizing that you, with your own intention, can connect yourself back to source, back to healing, back to self-healing, back to wholeness. And this is, this is such a beautiful reminder. Could you do it in a way with, um, you know, mentally? Um, yeah, you surely could do it. But energetically, it has a whole different value. The moment you are, um, and I remember that, when I did energy work on myself, about some of the first times in my life, I realized that moment, I'm not alone. So whenever we're walking throughout life and we feel separated, isolated, we feel even powerless, and we remind ourselves that we are a part of the whole and we energetically have a tool to reinforce it, so to speak, we are empowering ourselves to a level where we become energetically a contender. We actually have to be recognized as we are part of the whole. When we are energetically not present um, or mentally not present or emotionally or spiritually pre not present, it's like we're checking out or we have been, we have checked out. And it's so powerful when we make a statement and we say, look, I remember I'm an energy being. I right now claim that power, that consciousness, and I'm now infusing myself with energy work, with energy. I'm right now transforming the program of deficiency towards efficiency. And that's a, that's a breakthrough. That's a change from lack consciousness to prosperity because you don't have to pull it out of your bones anymore. It's right there. And that's a very powerful statement and that's a very powerful support that you can give yourself at any time, any point in your life. That's so useful and so um, easy, right? <laughs> with yeah. with the thought and with the intention. Mm -hmm. That's right. So and a little bit of time, a little bit of space, and everything is possible. So, is this the kind of thing that people can learn through? How can people learn this through your class? People can learn this to all kinds of different channels. Uh, people can learn this like through Reiki, Quantum Touch, however you call all these different modalities. Or they can learn it from me, Atana Method. Um, I streamlined, I worked many, many years in uh, with energy. I know a lot of the different modalities. And I, I want to have, um, wanted to have a tool that is more effective for working with the individual. So because I had to work with so many people, I had to have tools that work. And it is very simple. At the end of the day, it all, uh, all boils down to intention, intention and energy. The quality of energy that you're running through your system, that you're feeding yourself with, uh, think about it this way. Um, think about water. There's different qualities of water. You have a mountain stream. You have the, the river that runs to a city uh, that's a little bit more polluted. Or you have really pure springs in somewhere in the valley or coming out of rocks um, in different areas. And so you want to know exactly what energies are you running through your system? What kind of energy work are you doing? And there's many different modalities out there. Some is like very blunt, very universal. One is more a little bit more streamlined this way or that way. Um, the Atana method is a very streamlined, effective form of energy work that takes care of clearing your system from attachments, entities, and brings you right back into your power. So then it works on supporting you in karma transformation. It supports you in recognizing patterns. Then with that, I developed another system that's called the sacred inner dialogue. You can combine these both and you can activate your system and accelerate your self-healing like way beyond your imagination even. 
I'm speechless. <laughs> the, the the combination of that is amazing to to do the Asana method energy healing and then the the sacred inner dialogue that that brings the awareness um truly into the picture with the sacred inner dialogue true and it's so, so I, it, it is a good tool to apply and I mean, any tool is good, depending on what level you are at. Um, you know, everybody can benefit from energy work because ultimately it will bring one or the other insight. You know. Yes. So I encourage our listeners to to check out Atana's website, um, or just go to the class atanamethodclass.com. And or check out his uh, book, the Sacred Inner Dialogue book. It's truly amazing and such a beautiful gift for us. And I thank you, Atana, for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. So are there any announcements uh, you'd like to share with our listeners, Atana? Yes, we have the Energy Healing Clinics coming up this Saturday. And that's um, 1 to 5 this coming Saturday. I think it's the 20th in uh, Nashville, it's in Columbine Place. If you're if you're close by, uh, jump in and get a uh, free energy healing session. Uh, the Atana Method practitioners gonna be working there, and I know you're gonna be there too, Carol. I will be there. Happy awesome. to. And it's gonna be it's gonna be from one to five. It's a great experience for anybody who wants to experience energy work but has never done it before, and also, if you um, want to work on some specific uh, patterns that you want to transform and they kind of like keep on repeating and keep on coming back, it's really great because you have about five different practitioners there and you can um, you can sign up. It's on donation basis and it's, a, it's such a nice experience, really. It is. It is a beautiful community experience. It really is. Yeah. Then we have a um, level one training coming up I think in um, the 27th, the end of this month. Level one, level two. Yes. Uh, uh, level two. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so a level two training coming up. Okay. Uh, Wonderful. And um, then you offer the crystal um, healing, the meditations. Well. Carol, I'm glad you're keeping track on this because I don't. It's so much that's happening. <laughs> We're doing the, the crystal classes tomorrow at 7 p.m. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. in East Nashville and tomorrow in in Berry Hill. And I'm I'm just grateful. I'm just happy to that more and more people are awakening and that we have so much wonderful company. And um, I love when people are just waking up to energy work and crystal healing. And they're getting into that excitement where they're really, truly going into the depth of the matter, you know. And, it, and it's beautiful when the people come. And I, I've met um, quite a few that are, you know, they, they've been interested in energy healing. They've been interested in crystals. But maybe the the circle that they're in, the family or work environment or whatever, is not. And so they come here and they just like this whole world opens up to them. Of you know this community of people that they can uh, uh, you with. you seem to be breaking up I can barely hear you yes so she was saying um, some good our, stuff yeah. she was saying some good stuff okay good <laughs> <laughs> right so um, it, our time is up for today Saber would you like to say goodbye I love you all I'm so so thankful to be on the air with Atana and Carol and Don. This is one of the best years of my life. I am so thankful for you all. I hope and pray and sending love to each and every one of you that are listening today. This is a divine appointment right now. This is your call for you to stand up, brush your shoulders off, and move forward and put one foot in front of the others. I love you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll see you back here again next week at 3 o'clock on Thursdays. Love you all.
Thank you, Saver. And I'm Thank grateful you. to be here and share. So, Itana, would you like to send us out? All right, everybody. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Do not fret. You have all the support. You can call on us, on God, on the universe, on the angels. They're always there. How beautiful mercy that we have these amazing beings with us. Call in and do something for your guardian angel, for your supportive angel. Know that they are there to support you at all times. We love you and we talk to you soon.